This ad-free podcast is part of your Slate Plus membership. Lucky you. Hello, and welcome to this mini episode of Big Mood, Little Mood. I am your host, Danny M. Lavery, and this show is for you, our Plus subscribers. Our guest this week is Tori Bedford, a writer and journalist who lives in Boston with her two small dogs. And here we are reading a letter from a listener. So something that has nothing to do with what we were just discussing is this third letter, the subject of which is dating despair. I'm a single straight woman in her early 30s. I recently moved back to a large coastal city from a small Midwestern town, and I'm looking for a partner to settle down with. Problem is, I'm starting to feel like I'll never find a partner on a dating app, but I don't know where else to meet men. I'm not outgoing enough to pick up men at bars, and I don't meet any straight single men at work. What else can I do? I'm starting to feel like I'll never find someone. I feel torn between wanting to address the practical side of the question and wanting to do my sort of standard, like, you know, let's start with the bleak stuff first and then figure out how we can build uh, an honest and useful life for ourselves in the rubble of our crushed dreams. Um, what is the um, the bleak stuff? Like, what do you mean? I just mean, like, she might never find a partner. Um, she might never find anyone. That that seems to me like a totally— start. I don't think that's where you should start. I think that's a totally <laughs> likely outcome. I don't I don't think it's guaranteed okay, to happen. I don't, I don't want it to happen. We, but I don't think that's a good jump-off point is all I'm I saying. I think it's a great jump-off point. Like, I'm, I'm starting think, to feel like I'll never find someone. I want to take that seriously. You might she's not. She's in her early 30s, Danny. But, like, how she's else? She's a baby. I, I, I get that. I do. And I do want us to be able to get to that. But I also just want to say, like— I don't think there's a good way through life by saying, don't worry, the thing you're scared of won't happen. It's not going to come for you. You're going to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. escape it. And so I do, I, I, I swear I want to get to that. But letter writer, I just want to encourage you, spend a little time with that fear. What else would mm. you do? How would you mourn that grief? How would you take care of the tender, vulnerable, loving parts of yourself that have a lot of love to give? How would you cultivate meaningful relationships with other people? Um, what else could you do? Because I can't promise you that if you do the following three things, you will get that right partner and then he won't get hit by a bus. You know, like I've been watching Moonstruck a lot because it's fall and like I'm I'm thinking about, you know, Cher, she found the man, she loved him. Two years later, he was hit by a bus. Like what do you do then? More like bus struck, am I right? Get out of my show. Go home. (laughs) Okay, I also- I love you so much. Okay, three things. Go when on. I first read this question, I I read Large Coastal City from I read Large Coastal City as like, I don't know why I just pictured like a fishing town, like Alaska, where my friends sure. that live in Alaska say the odds are good, but the goods are odd, which is like, <laughs> so many men, but they're all like wacko. Um, the first thing I thought of, I think your point about I think the way that you phrase it about like, yeah, maybe you won't ever find someone. So like, who are you? Right. Is like, I feel like the, that I, I want to be super clear because it sort of sounds like the advice that I'm about to give is like the crazy, like advice that they used to give to women in like the 1940s and 50s where they were like, get your MRS degree, like go to college to meet a man or whatever, or like go into like, you know, ladies home journal, like go do a thing that men like to do like, um, golfing or I don't know what men chain smoking in an office or wh- whatever men did in the forties, like kicking a puppy or yelling at your ki- kid. I don't know whatever they hobbies they had. Um, 
I'm not saying that, but I am saying that you need to focus on having a full life because when you have, when you're putting that out into the, into the world that you just really want a relationship with anybody, like you, you have to figure out, I'm not saying, I'm also not saying like, oh, you like, you have to love yourself before anyone else can love you. Like, I'm not saying that you don't have to be like perfect and love yourself every minute of every day. But there is a little bit of truth to that where the perfect person who comes for you, like who comes into your life will come at the worst time. They will come when you are finally like, actually, you know what? I'm good on my own. I have really interesting hobbies. I've met all these different friends through that. Like I am doing a pottery class or I took up this like painting or I'm drawing dog ears with my dog ear drawing group or whatever. And, you know, I actually feel really like good about my life. Like I have interesting things and like I'm surrounded by interesting people and I've created like a little family for myself and I feel good about who I am. Like I don't feel insecure about who I am as a person. I feel solid. And then somebody will come in and probably it will be, you know, this is the ladies home journal connection. Probably it will be somebody who's like a friend of somebody that you know from your dog years drawing class. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. when you make more friends, that will introduce you to more people generally. And that's how you, you know, you don't have to go on the apps or whatever because they suck. But that person will come in and they will fuck everything up. They will make you like, they will make you just be like, God damn it. I was so happy being single. I was so happy in my life. And now I really want to be with this person. And that's the best scenario. So it truly is just like, you can't put that energy out of like, I just need to meet someone. I need to get like, don't, don't waste your time. Instead of going and sitting in bars waiting for a man or going to something where you think there's going to be a bunch of men or scrolling through the apps, like be like, I have two hours free tonight. Like, what do I want to do with my life and my time? I could take myself on a self date. You know, I could take myself to a movie and like have a good time with myself. Or I could take myself out to dinner as like a challenge to see if I can enjoy eating dinner. That might be like a few steps ahead, but you'll get there. Yeah. Like little self-dates and then also like figuring out new ways to make social connections because I think that being in your early 30s, it's hard to make new friends, but that's actually okay to put that energy out into the world to be like, I want new friends. Like that's actually fine. You can totally go out into the world and be like, I want to make new friends and try and go do activities where I can meet new friends. Like that's totally fine. I think that yeah. the, yeah, just wanting to slot a boyfriend into that boyfriend hole that's not going to work. Yeah. And I think especially because it was a little unclear to me, uh, I'm starting to feel like I'll never find a partner on the dating app. You know, is that because you're having trouble um, finding anybody that you like at all? Is that because you're going on a lot of first dates that feel sort of like inert um, and uninteresting? Um, like, I, I guess I would have slightly different advice if it was like, everybody I meet is boring versus I can't seem to like move any of the conversations from like, slightly tinny sounding text flirting to, okay, but are we actually going to meet up? So, um, yeah. I I think also just like sometimes people don't like the apps and that's okay. Like the apps require a certain vulnerability. And it's often somebody you don't know in context. It's not somebody that you met through friends. So that's part of why I appreciated your suggestion about like doing some of the more like, you know, it it might feel a little cheesy or hokey at first, but like just just, especially if you don't. 
find a new friend group and just fuck your way through it. Just yeah, or like go to those. <laughs> can like, I say that you know, on this podcast? Yes, you can swear on podcasts. Okay. Come on, everyone knows. Okay, this. I don't know. Keep up, Tori. I work for a public radio station, so oh yeah, fair, yeah. actually, fair enough. Yeah, that that yeah. actually probably does make a difference. But yeah, um, look for like events for people who are new to the city, looking to make friends. Go to like dumb speed dating events and just like get that one out there. Um, yeah, cultivate I've friendships with people to at work. Speed date. And then, like, see if any of them have cute friends. Talk to the friends you already have and just let it be known. Like, if you know any guy who seems, like, kind of like someone I would like, I'm really looking to be set up. People often really like that, even if they don't have someone for you right away. Like, to know that there are multiple people out there kind of, like, passively searching on your behalf who will try to set you up on a date with somebody uh, in the future, you know, that can be a nice option as well. Um I, this yeah, is good, too, because I don't just want to do, like, accept that you'll die and then, like, right. move on. But also, like, try to be cool about it. You know what I mean? Like, don't give off, like, a desperate vibe because— Yeah, just be cool. Want something, but look like you don't care. That <laughs> Honestly, is incredibly difficult, and I am okay, sorry, I know, I know. I'm not saying you have to—like, I just mean that the advice about asking friends, I just think that the letter writer probably already did that. I'm not trying to criticize your advice. I'm just saying that the letter writer probably—people probably already know that— this letter writer is I don't look, know. out I mean, there I looking. Think sometimes people will complain to their friends about like, I'm having a hard time on the apps. But that's really different from like, hey, you know what? I'm really interested in going on dates more. And I really want to, you know, meet people who aren't just total strangers. So if you run into any guy that you think might be an interesting match for me, let me know. And I'd love to get set up. Um And yeah, as you say, that's not necessarily going to result in everybody finding you like an amazing person. But I do think it will come across as more like an interesting challenge than if you say like there are no good people on the apps and I'm miserable please save me Um, yes a more positive you're right a more positive approach and don't don't pretend that you're not interested in stuff that you're interested fine whatever I guess I just mean like when I say be cool I mean it's not everything about you and you're so much more than that and I think maybe you might need a friend to like help you to remind you about what's really cool and hot about you and like what's really fun and sexy and interesting and like it sounds like you're like I'm gonna die alone well and it is like as you say it's so difficult because like on the one hand you should own your own sincerity and your own desires um and on the other hand there is often a threshold at which point like the degree to which you want a relationship can sometimes make other people not want to be in a relationship with you and that's a shame because you know ambition about like work or you know getting better at a sport or your hobbies is usually not treated with like the taint of uncoolness but if you're like I really want to be in a romantic relationship that's incredibly important to me sometimes people get really turned off and I I wish I had a solution when you're in your early 30s I think people stop doing like the dumb games about like I don't know what I want or whatever like people can be like yeah I want a relationship someday like I want to have kids like I want to get married like you can say that stuff and that's like normal I think normal functioning adults will say that stuff and have their intentions out there. And that's good. I think that's good. Um, I guess I just, you, it would be much worse to be in a long-term relationship or a marriage or whatever, or have kids with someone who wasn't a good fit and wasn't a good person. Like the point is that you should, maybe you want those things for yourself. Like maybe you want a kid and that's what is driving this. And like, you could have a kid, 
by yourself. I couldn't do that. I would be a terrible single mom. But I just need to get this point wandering into the field of speculation. And so uh, this seems like a good opportunity for us to close because we have given more than enough advice to the world and um, can safely start drawing dog ears and um, chilling out for the rest of the evening. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much. But yeah, just be yourself. Follow your heart. That's what I got to say about that. Be yourself. Follow your heart. Draw some dog ears. Accept that the thing you fear might happen. And then, Mm. uh, you know, once you've passed through the fear and found that only you remain, you can then write Dune or however the expression goes. Thank you for joining us on Big Mood, Little Mood with me, Danny Lavery. Our producer is Phil Circus, who also composed our theme music. Don't miss an episode of the show. Head to slate.com slash mood to sign up to subscribe or hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're using right now. Thanks. Also, if you can, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think. If you want more Big Mood, Little Mood, you should join Slate Plus, Slate's membership program. Members get an extra episode of Big Mood, Little Mood every Friday, and you'll get to hear more advice and conversations with the guest. And as a Slate Plus member, you'll also be supporting the show. Go to slate.com forward slash mood plus to sign up. It's just $1 for your first month. If you'd like me to read your letter on the show, maybe you need a little advice, maybe some big advice, head to slate.com slash mood to find our Big Mood, Little Mood listener question form, or find a link in the description on the platform you're using right now. Thanks for listening. <laughs>